What's up, everybody? I'm Mo. It's your boy Kabza here, and welcome to the Got It All Covered podcast, sports. And on today's episode, we are going to be doing transfer radar. We'll be just like uh, taking, just be taking a brief time just to look at what's happening in the transfer window right now. And yeah, let's let's just get into it. Yeah, man. On this segment of the Got It All Covered Sports, we're looking at the top five leagues in Europe, and we'll be going through the ins and outs and all the rumors that are going on in in these leagues and yeah, Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A, and League big One. Leagues, who's, what's ha- what's hip what's happening basically. Yeah, the headlines that, that have been making the waves, who's going out and, mm-hmm. so, and you know, we'll start in the Premier League with no time to waste because Sterling to Chelsea for forty seven point five million pounds has been completed. What are your thoughts on that deal, bro? Before you start, I just want to say I like yeah. how you stole my look, you know, just the Bellini, <laughs> that's a pretty cool thing. Sorry, anyways, um yeah. I think Sterling, the Sterling news. I think I saw it, when I saw the news, I saw it coming. I thought I thought this was a really good deal for 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 for, for Sterling. Like I think you know he really disappeared into obscurity in in the Man City squad. You know, and I feel like you know it's a World Cup year, and even though like he's pretty, he's in the good books with Gareth Southgate. You can't really take your chances because you know the likes of Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, they want to break into that that English setup. You Jared know, and Bowen. Jared Bowen. Yeah. You know he wants to be he wants to be a part of that front line. So I think. You know, regular football in this year is what any player is thinking about because they're thinking about December, and no, November and December. So I think this is a good deal. 40, 47.5 points? Yeah. Pound points, pounds. Yeah, pounds. yeah, yeah. That's 50 million euros. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And I like that he's, he's going to a place where he's wanted. Mm, true. Like he, he mentioned to Pep that I want a new challenge and Thomas Tuchel was there to give him one. And I like the fact that Thomas Tuchel actually like called him because apparently he called uh, he called Sterling um, run about the time during the Champions League final like yeah. after the Champions League final so that was like back in late May or something run, yeah. up, run about that time so it's 20, been 2021 no no this this year this, oh, this, this year uh, after this, year. this, this wow. year's Champions League like he called him run about after that time so you know for the fact that it's not just something that's new it's something that has been brewing for a while so I think they have been in communication for a while so I think this is this is something that has been in the pipeline so and yeah, this yeah. this seems it has started a, a steamroll there, at Chelsea, because now they're also in contact with Man City again, inquiring about Nathan Ake, because mm. they've lost defenders. Rudiger is gone. Chris is, is gone. gone. Thiago Silva is at thirty-seven. Is he's thirty-seven Rolls years of age? Thiago Silva, but you know, Aspilicueta yeah. too might be going to Barcelona. And Marcos Alonso apparently. Yeah, so, so they, they need defensive reinforcement. And badly, badly, and I think I think this is gonna be. This is also going to be a good day. And for the fact that Nathan Ike is a former academy player of Chelsea. So, yeah. you know, this would be, you know, uh, uh, I know I know that uh, some academy players have gone back to Chelsea and haven't done well. <coughs> Lukaku. But um, I think for, for Ake, you know, I think as well saying, I'm going to reiterate that it yeah. is a World Cup year. Everyone in any league right now will be going, any, any move that they're making is going to be them thinking, will I make it to my, to my team? Because right now, I don't see Nathan Ake breaking into that Dutch that Dutch team. It's gonna be nah, very hard. Van Dijk, Stefan de Vrij, Matthias de Ligt. Nah, those seem like the those seem like but, but if he but wants, he is versatile. He can play left back, so he can slot in there. He can slot in, yeah. but still, Louis van Gaal. He's not just gonna take anyone to the World Cup. He's, yeah. He seems like he wants starters, and yeah. Nathan Ake has not made his mark anywhere in the Man City squad since he arrived. So yeah. I think this this will be a good move for him. You know. Yeah. A good what he's left footed, right? Left footed, left footed, left footed yeah. defender. I think that he he will be. I think he'll he'll slot right in 
and Man City reportedly want the same amount of money they got from for for Nathan Ake from Bournemouth, which is around about forty five million pounds. So it'll be Jeez, an, that, was a, an, that was a lot of money. Now that I yeah, think about it, that was a lot of money. That will be a, an interesting negotiation going mm. on between Chelsea and 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 Man City. Now, but I think Chelsea this 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 transfer window, they're just like. Oh, how much? No, we, we got it. We got it. We got it. So, yeah, I think that'll, hand, that'll be handled very swiftly. Well, that's not the case at Manchester United and Arsenal because <sighs> this is... It started off as a, a transfer saga, a bidding war, but now it seems like Man United are at the forefront of signing Lissandro Martinez hmm. and Alex Defender at this moment. Man United have placed a bid of 45 million plus 5 million and last time add-ons. last time we, we, we did this transfer we were like ix wanted 50m so yeah. this is basically perfect this is like you know this is yeah. the perfect deal for them and ix are reluctant to sell they've up what? their price now what up to how much 60 million 60 million 60 million they're taking they're taking some million. kind of piss here. and it, it seems That's like ridiculous. arsenal aren't willing to go that far for lisandro martinez so Arsenal, uh, Man United, are the only team that's in it for Lisandro Martinez at this moment. It will be it will be an interesting negotiation. This definitely, yeah, I think, and for the fact that Martinez it seems as though he's leaning more towards this is just my opinion of from my prognosis from the fact that he's worked with Ten Hag. I'm pretty sure he's leaning towards working with his former manager. Yeah, true. And I think true. Arsenal are. Are doing this thing where they don't want to bring players that that don't want to come. I think Arteta has made that very clear that if players don't want to come and play here, yeah. then they won't. If they want to stay here, they can go. So I think Arteta has made that very clear. So I think if if Martinez doesn't want to come to Arsenal, I think they might just they might just let it go and move on to different prospects. And yeah, it will be interesting because now the player is is, is frustrated, is getting frustrated by by Ajax's negotiation tactic by hmm. raising his, his, his market value up it is interesting that his agents are even complaining about it and they're even threatening on handing in a transfer request if this continues so the next few weeks will be interesting for Manchester United and Ajax in this negotiation for Alessandro Martinez hmm. Argentine international and a, a very good left foot centre back so no one attend that once him at, at Man- Manchester United yep yep so, and moving on, on, Rafinha. Yeah, this is also yeah. a saga that seems to be dragging on quite yeah. a lot. And yeah, uh, so so what's what's the news around that so far? I mean, Rafinha is is on is on sale at the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Chelsea have placed a sixty million pound bid for Rafinha at this moment, mm. which has been accepted by Leeds United, but. The player wants to join Barcelona. That's his dream club. That's his dream move. That's why he has already negotiated and accepted personal terms with Barcelona since March. Yeah, and that's we did. We did mention that in the first transfer rate of video. And yeah. for the fact that, geez, man, where where are Barcelona getting all this money though? Like, I I think that's the first thing that we need to just like, it's like you know these. Yeah. They're in a pretty dire situation right now because there's players who aren't getting checked compensation and like it's, it's a whole everyone's getting new contracts everyone is getting new contracts Gavi is getting but now all of a sudden now they can still okay so you know this is a kind of a a they Rafinha is in limbo at this moment mm-hmm. he's not sure too about Barcelona's 
financial situation. Yeah. But looking at it, it seems like it, what's being communicated to him is that we, we're going to be fine. We're mm. going to be fine. Mm. We're going to be fine. Because yeah. I don't think he would join Barcelona if they were in a dire hey, financial, guys, yeah. financial situation. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that won't be good for him. That won't be good for his family back in Brazil. And I don't think his agent would allow that. Mm. So it'll be interesting. Arsenal and Spurs interest in, in Rafinha seems to have cooled off. Seems like Chelsea and Barcelona are the only teams that are leading this mm. this race at this moment. And yeah, now moving on to La Liga, we're still talking about Barcelona, and they are preparing a new official bid for Rafinha after their fifty-five million bid got rejected, and now their offer is gonna match Chelsea's. Interesting. This is this is yeah. This is very interesting. Um, um, it's 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 going to become a, a serious war. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. I think if if Barca can match what Chelsea are offering, I think you know Barca Barca he's going to Barca definitely because yeah. uh, what's his um, what's his name? Uh, the American Ted Lasso. Um, what's yeah. his name? Um, Marsh Marsh that yeah. Marsh Jesse guy. Marsh Jesse yeah. Marsh yeah, yeah he. Yeah. He has said that Rafinha has stayed in 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 what in Lancashire for for in the at the Leeds training center. Yeah. They have they have they've gone for their preseason tour. I think they're 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 somewhere abroad. I'm not sure where, but Rafinha has stayed behind because of the transfer situation. So clearly, he knows that because of this transfer embargo, he will be going somewhere. He just doesn't know where he will be going. So I think it'll be very interesting to see how this whole situation ends up. But yeah, I. Yeah. And it's you. You've already mentioned this. It's weird that Barcelona are offering. I should. Pardon me. <laughs> loads of money for Rafinha, sixty-five million pounds. That's around about seventy million euros. Yeah. You know. And they have a situation with a Man United uh, target, Frankie Dion. Oh, jeez, Frankie. I'm getting tired of that name. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That Frankie, I, I'm tired. I'm getting tired of that name. I'm just, I'm bored now. Ugh, I'm bored. We know Man United and Barcelona have agreed on a fee of 65 million guaranteed, plus 20 million add-ons, a, whole, a package of 85 million euros. Mm. But the hold-up in this deal is that Barcelona still haven't paid Frankie De Jong his wages. Jeez. 17 million. Worth of wages still deferred from Frankie De Jong. But I have my money. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> this is you see this this is this is a saga that just keeps on having layer on top of layer on top of layer and like it's just it's crazy. And you know what? Can I, when when did this whole like add on situation? When was this? When the, which club made this a thing? Because like this is it seems like more deals nowadays are relying more on having structured fixed wages. Wait, I'm sorry, um, transfer, uh, transfer fees, and then there's this add-ons. I feel like, you know, this is a way for clubs to run away from FFP or something. Yeah. Now, nah, like Real Madrid actually did this with Aurelio and Chouameni, where the package, the package is 100 million. Real Madrid are going to pay 80 million euros, guaranteed, upfront for AS Monaco. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be 20 million add-ons, because the player was valued around 90 million. And Monaco just wanted a bit more than its market value, which is justified because of the trajectory and the potential that Aurelio and Chouameni has. Real Madrid have a, a good player on their hands at this Jeez. moment. 100 million was the was a fitting amount uh, price tag for him, and Real Madrid just found a way to reach that. And 
seems like Real Madrid, uh, pardon me, Manchester United have also used that tactic to to get to Barcelona's asking price of eighty five million. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, um, moving on, are we moving on to the yeah. to the next. We're moving on to the Bundesliga, the Bundesliga, and BVB Borussia Dortmund have finally confirmed the signing of uh, Sebastian Haller from. IX to Borussia Dortmund for a fee of 35 million euros and this is a good deal for BVB I think them I think the fact that they immediately got the replacement for Haaland even though it's not really the same quality I think you know um, Sebastian Heller he did crazy numbers in the Eredivisie so yeah. I think it's a a good signing and this is this this will make it their seventh signing of the season so they're making their business. They're making their business very well. So I'm, 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 I'm quite impressed with with BVB. Yeah, they've already strengthened their 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 back line with the Squatilla back <laughs> and and Jula at at the centre back yeah. positions. And now they are replacing Erling Haaland with Sebastian Haller. Sebastian Haller. So. so yeah, they 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 they're actually doing their business quite well. And mm-hmm. moving on to their arch rivals, FC Bayern. FC Bayern. They haven't done a lot of marquee signings the usual Bayern signings but they already secured Mazraoui and Gravenberg from yes. from Ajax and now they look at strengthening their defense because Upamecano and Pavard and haven't been doing well last season yeah they haven't slotted in the way that especially Upamecano I think yeah. there was a lot of hype around Upamecano after the Champions League season where I think it was when Leipzig did well, yeah, when Leipzig when went Leipzig to the semi-final, semi-final yeah. he was, there was a lot of hype around him but he hasn't really done very well so I'd say you know maybe they just need that rock solid uh, defensive player or that defender to just like make it a solid you know but I think they just want for, I think because the, the, they have the what the, the Bundesliga unlock like yeah. the 10 in a row now jeez yeah. and now I think they just they just I think they're gunning for that UCL the, 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 that next UCL so I think yeah, this this will be interesting. They're looking at Matthias Delift. They're actually negotiating personal terms with his, with with his yeah. agents at the moment before going on and opening negotiations with uh, Juventus for the price tag of the player. Chelsea are also interested in, in him. Yeah, well, and that is also something that Todd Todd Bowley apparently has been sniffing around that as well because I think he has also realized that Chelsea are in a very dire situation where they do need defenders because they basically just got rid of all <laughs> their defenders in quick succession so I think you know it'll be very interesting to see how or who who they get but yeah I think I think um Matthias de Ligt coming to the Premier League that would be a big a big deal for for a, a big statement for for Todd Bowley so I yeah. think we'll just have to see how that turns out yeah, Bayern and just looking at defensive reinforcements with the uncertainty around uh, Robert Lewandowski's future. They are there at the Spurs stadium. You know, they, they're there. Oliver Kahn has mentioned uh, Harry Kane's name. Tesco! Tesco! <laughs> let's go! Harry Kane! He has um, mentioned yeah. Harry Kane's name in some Harry meetings Kane. to yeah. replace Robert Lewandowski. So far, it's just rumors right now. Yeah. There's not, not, not. There's not much smoke to the fire, but I don't see this much happening. I think Conte, Conte is building something at Tottenham, and I think Harry Kane is buying into that. I think Harry Kane, he just the only reason why he has wanted to leave Spurs is just because they just haven't had that ambition to win trophies. And I think this season, with the signings that they've made, the this with the manager that they've, they've, they've that that they've brought in, I think this will be. 
a very different season and I think you know Harry Kane once he's brought in I think he's definitely he's going to be I think I think he's going to stay put you know I think this this season not a lot of noise has been coming around compared to last season so yeah, yeah we'll just have to see how that turns out as well yeah moving on to the uh, pop back uh, and Maria <laughs> at Juventus they've completed their free transfers to the CVR. Oh, it'll be interesting interesting for me um okay you know what i'm okay i'm being I'm, I'm giving him some slander for no reason but um pogba even though our editor wrote pogo here um pogba <laughs> paul pogba coming back to juventus uh this is not the deal that i'm pretty sure this is not this we, we said this off camera this is not what he wanted he no. wanted to go to the likes of real madrid and psg but yeah. you know and you know after getting that nothing Keep in mind, it was three hundred. I think it was more than three hundred. No, nah, it was just three hundred. Three hundred k. It was it was ten percent more than what he was receiving. Which was I think it was around about two seventy. Two seventy k. It was. I wasn't. It was two ninety. It was two ninety. Around about two ninety. He was running two ninety k per week, and I think he was going to go up to three hundred and ten or yeah. three hundred and fifteen. So, and he said that was nothing. So, uh, yeah, I think him. I think this. This is just. This is a big club, even though it's not the club that he wanted to go to per se, but then it's still a big club for him. And I think, you know, we'll see if Pogba will be back and if he will re- re- rejuvenate his, his career to the, the heights that it was when he was in Turin in his first stint. So I think, yeah, I think this is a good deal for all parties. Manchester United have gotten rid of the... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know what to say really yeah, well gotten, Pogba yeah. had no choice basically if he wanted to play elite football he had no choice but to return to Juve because the clubs that were interested in him prior to this 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 summer window were PSG Real Madrid and Juve mm. Real Madrid we have mentioned they've signed Aurelion Chouameni from AS Monaco yeah PSG got a new sporting director, Luis Ocampos, who said, "Scrap Pogba. We're gonna fetch Vitinha from 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 Porto." The we'll only fetch, club that Pogba yeah. had a a choice of going to was Juventus, and Juve offered eight million per year to Paul Pogba. But Manchester United's contract renewal was worth fourteen million per year. <coughs> So he backed himself, man, to that PSG and Real Madrid are gonna be gunning for my signature, but it wasn't the case. So he had to, he had to go to Juve if he wanted to be an elite in in football. So mm-hmm. he had no choice, you know. Enough about Pogba, Di Maria. Di Maria, yes, yeah, uh, I I think you know Di Maria going to Juventus. This is this is also a good. Team. I think he still has a few good good seasons he left in does. him. He, he still, still does. The fact that is he's playing in one of the top five leagues, heading into the World Cup. Just shows how mm. how an elite of a player he is. True. So I think you know uh, for for Di Maria having to go to Juventus at this point in his career, I think this is a pretty good step for him going from PSG. And I think I think he's, he's I think he's gonna do well. I think I'm not sure how Max Allegri is gonna set up his his new team, but I think you know with the the signings that they've done, they've made some good signings so far. I think it's it's only these two signings. What have they made any other high profile signings no, so far? No. I think. Besides Aaron Ramsey coming back from loan, I think, you know, they haven't made much signings so far, but then these two signings, I think they will they will fit in quite well for, for the new system. And I think 
they might just challenge the Milan clubs and Napoli next yeah. season. So it might just be a very interesting season next year in the Serie A. One thing about Di Maria, he will get assists, and I think Dusan Vlaovic will will appreciate the signing mm. from from yeah, Juve. True, true. And yeah, Dusan Vlaovic lost getting an assist me an, an assist an assist on the team. He has lost another one, Paolo Dybala. Obviously, his contract running out in in June. Inter Milan were interested, but since they signed Hendrik Mkhitaryan, another creative player from AS Roma. And Romelu Lukaku, yeah. which is further reinso- reinforcement to their forward line, they don't really need to to acquire Paulo yeah. Dybala. So the interest has cooled off, and his agents have offered him to Manchester United for yeah. a decreased wage, bro. Apparently, he's willing to play for hundred thousand per week. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Uh, you see, this is this is one of those situations where you know greed. It just gets you. I think the same the Paul Popper situation is similar with the Paulo Dybala situation. Paul Paulo Dybala, he he didn't want want to renew his contract. They were willing to offer his offer him a new contract, yeah. but then it wasn't. It didn't have the wages that he wanted, and so he figured to himself that you know what, I'm gonna wait out my contract and I'm gonna go on a free and I'm just gonna wait for the clubs to come in the come in a line. You know, just come for me because I'm. I'm still a hot prospect, you know, because he's you know, he looks kind of young, you know. So yeah, I'm still a hot prospect, you know. Pe- clubs are gonna be lining up, and that's not the case right now. Literally, it seems as though all the clubs, like any club, like doesn't seem very interested. It's either they're they're going for different players, or you know, they just feel like he's too expensive. And his 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 what his 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 health record yeah. is abysmal because he. I think over the over the years he's he's gotten very he's had a, a, a layoff in every one of these seasons and it, and quite a lengthy layoff as well. Yeah. So I think you know, at this point in time, you know, with fan with teams starting to regain their financial, you know, like they need to start spending quite because we've seen I think all clubs in Europe have seen what has happened to Barcelona and say that you know what we don't want to end up in that kind of situation. True, so true. you know, wasting our money on on like players that won't give us much that's you know it's not worth it. So I think. You know, we'll just have to see if you know. You know, I think for for Man United, would this be? I think it would be a, a good deal. I'd say you know, good with, addition, with a good addition, especially yeah. with the Ronaldo uh, rumors of him going out. You know, him playing there. I think you know it would be a very, it be a very interesting thing to see. I'd say so. We'll just have to wait and see what what happens there. Yeah, and moving on now, we're gonna end the show with League One news. One. PSG hire Christopher Galtier to replace Mauricio Pochettino. Can I just say this is one of the longest sackings I've ever like I've ever like witnessed. Like we knew that like Pochettino was, was fired like two months ago, but like they still kept on just like saying like, okay, like they're still talking. Yeah. Okay, he might be going. And now only now, like two months after we knew that he was going, then they decided to say, oh yeah, by the way, he's gone now. So yeah, so I think Christopher Galtier, he he's been he's. He's quite familiar with with League One. He yeah. he was he used to be coach of Saint Etienne, and then previously he was at uh, OGC Nice or Nice if you're French, you know. Wee oui, wee, oui. yeah. If you don't mind my French. Um, yeah. So I think I you see I like this appointment. I think you know he can I just say when he when he heard the signing he was just like ah this one <laughs> they're going to they're going to but I actually see, he I finished like, fifth. He finished fifth with with Nice, which is which is actually a pretty a pretty. Yeah. PSG are gunning for the Champions League title. No, but then for it, I think for in the context of it, a team like OGC Nice, which 
the team it's not it's not a very big club it's a it's a club that's always in league one but they're not usually up there they're usually mid table or bottom half so the fact that they were they're going to be playing like european football that's a that's a big deal you know that's a big deal i think you know i like the fact that psg i think you know the what's the psg director what's his name uh, that, that guy yeah that the, guy. the arab guy the arab oh yeah <laughs> It's the Arab guy, the, <laughs> the Arab guy. You know, he was he was saying that we don't want to do any. We're, we're done doing flashy, flashy stuff. Yeah. You know, we back don't want to. We want to go back to basics. We want to just do it simple. We want to make sure that we do it properly now. So you know, them getting you know a Christ- Christopher Gaultier, a player, a manager that's not. He's known, but he's not very well known around around like Europe. So I yeah. think you know, you know, he's going to be bringing new ideas. And yeah, I think it'll be very interesting to see what he can do, how he can, you know, plus, you know, there's a lot happening at, at PSG, them hiring, you know, a new manager, you know, they have a new board of director, which is basically Mbappe and a bunch <laughs> of his friends just chilling, just saying, who wants to, who, yeah, so yeah, so I think it's going to be very interesting to see that. Where to next for Pop? The, the, for Poch, that's the last question to end the show. Uh, where to for Poch? Um... I think he's gonna he's gonna chow his 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 like his compensation his compensation money. money. He always, always ca- chows the money. Then after that, maybe he might. I I see him coming back to the Premier League. I don't know where, but I do see him coming back to the Premier League. You know, I think to re- to redeem himself after like a very poor end to his stint at Spurs. Who knows? Maybe when Conte is gone after his one season rant, maybe even when when Conte uh, quits. Dude, that's season. that's what I was just thinking that when Conte is delivered a trophy at, at Spurs, there would be no reason for him to stay. True, because Conte, he's not he's not a stay. He's he's just those managers who just gets there, does what he needs to do with the yeah. team that he has, and then he's gone. He's a he's a short term manager. And there's nothing wrong with being a short term manager. He's still a great manager with um with a great repertoire. But you know, so I think I do see him going because the Spurs fans they love him. They still love him. They still they're still grateful for everything he did. So I think, you know, I, I could see him going back to 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 Spurs, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how that turns out. Yeah, man, that wraps it up for our transfer radar. Yes, sir. It has been great going through these transfer news. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a constant thing. Every Monday, we'll be talking about all the ins and outs that have been happening for the past seven days. Yeah, even if this might not drop on a Monday, we will. We're doing this on a Monday, <laughs> just so you know. But yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, man, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor. We're on all platforms. And we got a sister channel where we talk about music. Got it all covered. Music, where we talk about everything music. I'm going to bring it back, bro. Where we talk about albums, (laughs) songs, who's charting, who's popping, and who is dropping trash. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we do on that channel. Yes. Indeed. So please check us out. We are also on all platforms on that channel. Like, subscribe, notification notification bell on, leave a comment on what news did you think we left out? What news are currently popping that we haven't mentioned on, on this on this transfer radio show? Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it has been a great show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. From the GIAC family, we got it. All covered. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs>